0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the My Message Podcast. My name is Kaya Mochitani, and I'm your host for today's episode. Every episode, it'll be me right here. And on the My Message Podcast, we are working to make our messy life our message. And so, without further ado, let's talk about what we're talking about today. Today, I just feel like it's on my heart to talk about how it is okay to be different, how it's okay to be at a different point in your life than most people your age, to then your inner circle, to your peers. It's okay to like different things. It's okay to not like certain things. And it is okay to live a life fully chasing and committed to Jesus. It's okay to live that kind of life when not many people around you are living it. I want to remind you of a Bible verse. It's 1 John 2, 15-17. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the... F- Love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes and pride of their light or life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. but whoever does the will of God abides forever. And when I was preparing for this episode, because I felt this heavy in my heart, I came across this Bible verse, and it honestly just gave me this, like, breath of fresh air of, like, I don't have to be obsessed with the world or of worldly things. I don't need to feel like I have to love things in the world as much as I love Jesus, which is hard as a young adult and as a young girl and who just turned 20. It's hard, like, living that way right now. And it's also hard of like not desiring things of the world and not um, wanting all of these certain things. And honestly, just truly just chasing and craving Jesus. It's hard for me. I want to share a story with you where I've, I was at a really low point in my life. If you knew me in high school, you knew that I was very extroverted. I was very... Um, out there. (laughs) It's what I feel like it came from that. Like what I feel like other people's impressions of me in high school was like maybe I just didn't care about what other people thought and I was just always out there. I was always loud and I was and I'm very extroverted. That's just who I am. I'm a very extroverted person. I love people. But in high school, I was totally like that. Well, I get to college And maybe you thought, oh, if you knew me in high school, I didn't care about what anyone thought. I didn't care about what anyone thought of me or anything like that. And I had this awakening this one night of, oh my gosh, I care so bad. Maybe I've shared this uh, story on the podcast episode or on the podcast before, but, um, Let me go maybe a little deeper for you. So it was a Friday night in my sorority house. And at this point of my freshman year of college at Ole Miss, I was already decided I was staying sober. Um, I already felt like, okay, maybe this place isn't truly for me. I don't know. But it was a Friday night and I decided to go to my sorority house because it was really hard for me to just stay inside my dorm room on a Friday night. And I open up Snapchat and I just see everybody's stories of this frat party of them at the bar and just like having so much fun. And then I began to just start crying, like tears just like were streaming down my face. And it honestly just felt like, why am I not like other people? Why do I not like what they like? What like what is wrong with me? Like I'm an 18 year old girl at a sec school far away from home truly the only reason I was going to school was to have fun and let loose and to join a sorority and a party but here I am on a Friday night not wanting to and so I called my dad because I don't know I just we needed someone to talk to and so I called my dad and I said dad there is something wrong with me dad like there is seriously something wrong with me I'm an 18-year-old girl who doesn't want to go to the bar, who doesn't want to go drink or have fun with their friends when in high school that's what I was all about and I was just, you know, just let loose and just had so much fun that way. I said, Dad, there, there seriously is something wrong with me. I want to be like that so bad. I said, Dad, I want to be like that so bad. But I knew deep down to my bone. That's not who I was anymore. That's not what I wanted anymore. And I realized it was God shielding me from a path of what could have been. It was God closing down a path that would lead me farther away from him. And at that moment, and at that point, I was already going to church at that school. I was already going to Wednesday night services. Like, I was really involved. I had that faith. Not a lot of faith, like, where I have now where I can talk about it so boldly, but I had faith. And I knew that temptation was around me, and I knew that that was leading me farther away from God. So I knew that, but I didn't really understand it to the full extent of, like, looking back now at that moment. And before I even start talking about anything else other of that or anything else about that story, I just want to preface by saying it's not wrong and it's not bad to drink at a bar or to party with your friends. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I what I will say is that it's not for me and I'm not going to judge you for you any or I'm not going to judge anyone for that matter of them doing whatever they want with their life. But I just want to say that it's not for me and I've never shamed any of my friends at school, any of my friends now for drinking or for anything. Like it doesn't bother me, right? Like I don't mind going out and having a good time sober, but it's just, it's not for me. That's not my true environment where I thrive. Nothing wrong with it, but I'm just going to say it's not for me. That's for you and God to have your guys's moment and for you guys to just, um, feel that out and so I'm not gonna judge you and I just hope that there is no judgment towards me but I don't know it's just like I'm at a point in my life where I seriously am like no longer interested with like partying with drinking or like anything of like that sort it just doesn't interest me it's not what I want and I feel like what I truly do want in this life is God's presence is to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to just chase Jesus fully. Like if there if people are if the presence of God is there, I want to be there. Like that's how I feel of like I just want to be the best Christian that I can be and I just want to be filled up with love and be that image of Jesus. Um, I want to live that out. That's what I want to be right now. Um with that being said it can get lonely because I'm 20 years old and everybody's home for summer and when all of my high school friends are around there's usually alcohol involved which is fine that's okay but it just can get a little bit lonely for me and it's hard and I realized it is so hard pursuing God it is so hard pursuing God as young adults. It's so hard pursuing God in high school. It is so hard, even nowadays, pursuing God in middle school. It is hard pursuing God. I um, recently, it recently was 4th of July, and Love Fourth of July, probably one of my favorite holidays. It is so much fun. I love Fourth of July. My family's been doing this tradition ever since before I was born of going to this same spot in San Clemente every single year. My parents will sleep there on the third and we will just invite all of our friends, family to a big potluck. My dad will barbecue. Beach is right there. Fireworks, sunset. It's beautiful. It's perfect. I love the Fourth of July. And so this year I decided, you know, I'm gonna go to the Fourth of July, but I'm gonna leave a little early because my high school friends had something um, planned and so I had so much fun I ended up leaving and going hanging out with some high school friends and when I got there I just had this like rush of like feeling exactly how I felt on that Friday night in that sorority house of just feeling so different of feeling so alone of feeling like I don't know it just I just felt isolated if you will and I remember just, you know, going inside and laying down on the couch for a little bit to just like, you know, gather myself because I honestly felt like I could just cry at any moment. And um I, you know, it was just like. Sitting there and just like talking to God, like, oh God, how am I? Like, I just pray that you would just get me through this. I just want to have fun. I know that like I'm here for a reason, and I'm just I want it to be fun. I'm just feeling like this, and so I'm doing as I'm doing that. Jake walks up to me. And he's like, Hey, I know that this environment or like, you know, this isn't ideal for you, and that you know you don't love it, and you know you can feel a little isolated and stuff like that. He said, Why don't we all just go play a game of pool? And I'm like, I can play pool. Like, I'm really good at that game. So, totally. And in that moment, I just thought to myself, you know, this party is what I make of it. This party is what I make of it. And I just kept telling myself that if I make it fun, it'll be fun. And bless Jake's heart for, like, totally involving me and allowing me to, like, feel that. And so, I said, okay, it is what I make of it. People at parties, my childhood friends who party... Those people are all souls. Those people are people that we should love on. We should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And so I realized you know, maybe next time I go to a party, or maybe next time there is a holiday or a time where alcohol is fully involved, what if I just tell myself every party, every moment, is an opportunity to praise Jesus, is an opportunity to elevate Jesus, is an opportunity to maybe just maybe have like a deep conversation with somebody or to just love on people a little bit extra. And I had this like aha moment of like, okay, I'm no longer going to go inside and lay on the couch. I'm going to go be the hands and feet of Jesus, even in an atmosphere where there is not a lot of believers or people who I feel like have Jesus. And so it brought me, this story brings me to Galatians 5, to through 23, and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Against such things, there is no law. And so I just want to be that fruit of the Spirit. I want to be the fruit of the Spirit. I've had so many moments where I've just prayed to God and I just said, God, I pray that you just fill me with the fruit of the Spirit. I want to be the definition of kindness, of joy, of love, of peace. I want to be filled with the fruit of the spirit in a place where maybe there isn't a lot of spirit in people. And, you know, I've had so many friends tell me, you were so much more fun in high school. You're so boring now. Like, you're, you just, you know, we had so much fun when we were Partying together, and you're so boring now. Or okay, mom. And I'm like, I don't even want to be mom. I just want to be your friend and just love on you so bad and so like so well. And I realized, you know, if someone's comment about me could change me or knock me down, then my faith isn't big enough. If someone's comment, because th- that stuff used to hurt my feelings. Like I cared about what other people felt or what other people like um, thought of me. And about, you know, me not drinking anymore and me being over a year sober and all of these things. If I if I cared about that and if I let that beat me down, then my faith isn't big enough because that's my why. That's my reasoning. So if they're going to say things about me and I'm going to let it affect me, my faith isn't big enough. But you know what? I'm going to dare to have faith that can move mountains I'm gonna dare to have the biggest faith in the room knowing that the path that I'm on is leading me to life is leading me to fulfillment is leading me to Jesus at the end of my life when I get into heaven I want to say I want to hear well done my good and faithful servant I don't want to hear all of the things that I could have done or that I should have done I want to get into heaven and just God just tell me well done my good and faithful servant and so um I want to have faith so big, far bigger than what the world can see. I want to have faith that can move mountains, that can change people's stories, that can change my story. And I want to be that light in a dark place or I want to be that different person or that um, odd one out. If it means that I'm pursuing and chasing Jesus, I want to be that. And I no longer want to be that girl on that Friday night who was alone crying because I was begging to be different when really God was doing something is doing something great in me. And so I just got so passionate and excited there because it truly is so true that I want to be that fruit of the spirit and that I'm not no longer going to let anybody, anybody tell me different or make me feel different because my faith is so big that it is so unwavering that I am just so fully like chasing and craving Jesus every single day of my life until the day I die and so I really quick just want to give you four points on how to live a life chasing Jesus unapologetically and so maybe that this episode is for you because you're like I want to be so close to jesus but the people around me don't really understand or i just feel like the odd one out or I, I i'm not participating in what they participate in or anything whatever it is i these are my four points i have for you i want you to number one remember who you're following and who you are chasing and that person is jesus The one who knows us all by name, who knows every hair on our head, who saves people, who has created miracles, who heals people today. Not only that, but the one who was tortured on the cross for our sins, who took up every part of our sins, forgave us for it all, who lived a life of, who lived a sinless life, but who was tortured on the cross for us. That's who I want you to remember you're chasing when the moments it feels lonely and the moments where you feel different. Number two, I want you to take every moment as an opportunity to honor Jesus and to love on people. There's always ways that you can grow with whatever situation you have. And if that's going to a party and if that's, um, being somewhere you don't want to be take it as an opportunity to love on people so well take that as an opportunity to honor Jesus and number three is to live a life of obedience basically the way I look at it is like the Bible is like our hindsight's 2020 book or our how-to book and so if you have a question or if you're struggling the Bible has the answer and To live a life of obedience, it also means surrendering things of the world and um, just live a life Jesus would. Prayer is the last one. Number four is prayer for God to reveal things to you that are of the world and of, of the flesh, not of him. There are so many times I literally like pray this every single day of like God I just would pray that you would reveal to me reveal parts of me that are of the world and that are of my flesh and not of you. I just pray that you would reveal that to me so I know. I pray that you would just let me be able to change that and just show me, God, parts of me that are of the world. And so far he's revealed so much to me of like my lack of patience or all of these other things and so Those things are all of the world, are all of my flesh. And so that prayer is super powerful and it honestly just allows Jesus and God to respond to you. Um, But you can start this today, you know, living a life, you know, fully chasing Jesus unapologetically. And maybe I want to give you two little mini things that you can do today right now. You can start reading your Bible and you can start praying. Maybe you're reading your Bible, but you don't know what you're reading. My trick for understanding the Bible is pull up Bible Project and say you're reading the book of Romans. I want you to look up Bible Project Romans. they will tell you the whole, it'll go literally chapter by chapter. They'll say chapters one through three is this. And so as they're saying chapters one through three is this, I have my book of Romans open to chapters one and I write out what happens chapters one through three next to it. Then after I watch that video, put all those things down, then I'll read my Bible. So when I go back and say I get to chapter 10, I already know what's happening in chapter 10. So I really understand it. And then prayer. Prayer takes anywhere from 30 seconds to 20, 30 minutes, whatever you want. But your prayer doesn't need to be anything crazy, big or huge or small. It's something that you can just do today to just start living and chasing that life of Jesus. But that's what I have for you guys today. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I feel so blessed and honored to be able to talk about this, to be able to um, just have a podcast that I just love doing and love talking about. Um, but I'm changing a lot of things up and I'm starting a lot of new things. My social media just stresses me out so bad because I want it to be so good, but I just really just get so stressed out about it and I know I shouldn't but it just stresses me out so bad so I'm really working on it and just trying new things and um just trying to put like do my best at this podcast thing I'm almost coming up on a year so um it's been going for a long time and I just am so excited to see what the future has in store for me but with that I love you guys so very much thank you so much for listening I love you a million times over again and again and again I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune into the next episode. And while you're at it, leave a rating and review to boost the podcast algorithm to ensure that we grow organically. I love you guys so much. Have the best day ever.